dwelling in the darkest depths of the mind. It's time for Mark D. Valenti and Brain Burrow. Hello, everyone. This is Mark D. Valenti, and this is another episode of Brain Burrow. This is one of our Digging Deep sessions where we have a chance to talk to our guests. Our guests have a chance to share about their values, their motivation, and then you as a listener and viewer have a chance to say, how does this apply to me? Today's very special because I have two guests on the show today, Mr. Peter Elliott and Alex Sharp. So I want to get down to business and start talking with them to understand their motivation. So I'm actually going to start with Peter and ask him the open-ended question, who exactly is Peter Elliott? Oh, good Lord. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wow. Okay. Well, um, I, I grew up the son of a New York Times bestselling novelist. So I've always had writing in my blood. It was just kind of a matter of figuring out what medium I wanted to write in. Uh, initially, I thought I was going to be a journalist. You know, I, I did the high school newspaper and all that stuff. Um, I eventually moved over to visual storytelling um, because the idea of telling stories through a visceral way that you can kind of reach out and grab your audiences by the throat was really appealing to me. Um, so I went, I, after I did a year of college soccer, I transferred out to film school, which is where I met this lovely gentleman here. And, um, so yeah, so, I mean, I've been screenwriting for about five or six or seven years at this point. And I've also had plays produced and I just finished my first book. So I'm a storyteller. I guess the short answer to your question is I'm a storyteller that's interested in exploring the murky crevices of the human condition and why we do what we do. That is wonderfully succinct, but also very entertaining. So thank you for sharing that, Peter. Appreciate that answer. So Alex, I'm going to ask you the same question. Who exactly is Alex Sharp? He is a uh, guy who just yells action and calls cut and presses record on a camera and hopes for the best. Um, I, uh, who is Alex Sharp? Um, Alex Sharp is um, a Canadian um, born and raised in Vancouver, Um, went to film school in Los Angeles with uh, this lovely gentleman to throw that back at him. Um, Grew up making movies on my street uh, in my neighborhood, Um, uh, just like any other uh, filmmaker, I suppose. Um, Got a hold of his dad's point and shoot camera, started shooting my own Lego figurines, which then graduated to inviting my friends over from high school to, to kill them multiple times um, in many action movies. Um, and then, and then uh, graduated to um, doing it in film school and, and now on a feature film scale with uh, Wired Shut. Um, and here we are. Right now I'm just doing um, music videos and commercials in, in town in Vancouver and uh, obviously now have this movie out with Peter. Yeah, I mean, that's quite the journey yourself and you make it seem so natural, inviting friends over and killing them on, on camera. Yeah. I mean, it seems like that's, uh, you know, needless to say, the normal thing, I guess. So thank you, by the way, Alex, for sharing that. So Peter, when you talk about being a storyteller, what exactly does that mean? What does that mean to be a storyteller? Man, wow. Hard-hitting questions, Mark. Jeez. Uh, I think... I think how we grow as a human race is through stories and the best way to hold a light up to our psychological 
picadillos and the way we tick is to place them in a narrative that they can see themselves in. And I'm really interested in telling that in ways, whether it be a novel, a play, a movie, in a way that can really immerse the reader or the viewer in a sense that they haven't experienced before. Great answer. Yeah. And it, again, it's, it's about understanding the motivation behind it. And yeah. I'll leave you at the moment with that uh, thought. And I want to ask Alexander a question. What motivated you to kind of pick up that camera, right? I mean, again, as you pointed out, a lot of filmmakers start out by picking up their dad's camera and start taking pictures. So, but like, there's something that motivated you to do that, Alex, what exactly was that? Man, I, um, I think for me, I, I've always been a very visual learner. Um, I've always been a very visual person. I don't know that I have the answer to that question of why, at least in terms of, you know, where it really started at at a sort of a deep core level. But um, I know that um, movies were fascinating to me um, from as far back as I can remember. I remember um, watching, you know, classic movies like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid um, when I was, you know, probably still too young for my mother to approve, but uh, just old enough to uh, enjoy it and appreciate it. Um, um, and it and and really, I didn't know what I wanted to do um, as I got into high school. And Natalie, my sister, actually knew exactly what she wanted to do. She wanted to be an actress. And so I just kind of followed suit, um, uh, not knowing what I was doing, really. Um, and then I started getting into acting and then I started making, as, as I said, my own uh, short films. And, the, and the, the reason I can actually answer in terms of at high school level and on an egotistical level, I, uh, I wanted to be in movies um, as a young actor. So I would invite my friends over and I would act in them. Because I wanted to, you know, practice the craft that I was uh, learning, and and eventually it evolved into. I think it was always there for me, but it evolved into a revelation and an understanding that I actually prefer preferred being behind the camera and setting up the shot, even though I was doing all those things inevitably to be in front of the lens it took me a couple, a couple of years to realize that I truly loved not so much being in front of the camera, but being behind. So it kind of, it was, I don't know, it was a lot of things. It was watching classic movies at a very early age, being exposed to that, um, following my sister into acting and then, um, wanting to be in my own movies <laughs> and then, uh, and then, and then wanting to make my own movies. Yeah. I hope that answers it. Well, it answers it as well as it's uh, your life story. And it's actually a pretty unique life story in the fact that you knew what you wanted to be when you grew up and you actually are doing it. Because a lot of kids say, I want to do this when I grow up. And a lot of people never find their actual calling. And it sounds like you know what you want to do and you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would say so. I, I, um, I, I every time I get on set and I I'm calling action or, or, or taking a camera out of a box and, and or talking to actors about a scene, I 100% always feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, hmm. um, doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. So I think it's probably 
something that I will not stop doing anytime soon. <laughs> it, it shows because he's excellent at it. So. Well, Peter, thank you. I, I saw you kind of shaking your head as he was talking, like listening, affirming him. So talk more about that. I mean, what's your experience with, with Alex and his, uh, seems to be he's in his niche. So what's your yeah. experience? Oh God, I'll leave. <laughs> yeah, you'll say a lot. I'll, I'll, yeah. Okay. Experience working with Alex, you mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it was seamless, really. I mean, we, we had done a short film together. I used to do a bit of acting myself, too. Um, so we had done a short film that I had wrote and I was in also. Um, but so making the jump from shorts to features was something that we both really wanted to do. And we both loved working with one another. And we both have very similar um, cinematic senses in terms of the the lens that we do for storytelling. And you know, I mean, it, it was something we'd never done before, but we wanted to take the plunge together. And I, I haven't, to this day, I haven't had a better collaborator ever. I, he wow. is an incredible friend and artist, and I'm lucky to have worked with him on our first feature. That's fantastic. Alex, anything you want to say about that? Um, should I leave now? Is, is my <laughs> yeah, 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 you should leave now, yeah. Uh, no, the, the, the feeling's mutual, um, to keep it short and sweet, I suppose, the, the, right, right back at you, Peter. I mean, I, it, yeah, I, Peter's scripts are so good that I don't need to do a whole lot. I just need to, mm. you know, it's, it's, uh, it's really hard to, uh, it's really, it, <laughs> it's really difficult to screw up one of Peter's scripts directorially. They're that good. Um, and so that makes things easy. Well, for, first of all, I, you know, having worked on many sets before, I mean, it doesn't always flow this easily, right? There's lots of conflicts. There's lots of personality difference on set. So I don't, I want people to realize, especially people listening that, uh, this isn't always how it goes. You know, y'all are very complimentary to each other, but that's not always the norm. So I think it says a lot and shouldn't be underestimated uh, what it takes to work together. So I want to, of course, affirm that. And thank you. And it's not to say that shooting wasn't difficult. I mean, you know, we, we shot this movie in 12 days, you know, which is insane amount of time. Yeah, exactly. It's an insane <laughs> amount of time to shoot a feature film. And, you know, it was, we had a very, not a lot of money. We had a very small crew. So Alex and I were running around doing like six different jobs. It was, it was intense. And, you know, it, there were, there were sleepless nights. We shot all at night, basically. So it wasn't easy by any stretch of imagination, but it was a wonderful experience at the same time. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, Peter. I think that's the reality of life, right? That nothing is perfect. Nothing is uh, squeaky clean. There's always issues that come up. So either one of you, uh, tell me a bit about how this evolved, right? How did you get to this point where you created this feature film that seems to evoke passion in both of you? How did you get to this point? Alex, you want to go first? Sure. I, uh, it, it, I, well, actually Peter, it more or less chronologically started with Peter. Um, so maybe you'd like to backtrack, okay, but, sure. but I, I, the, where it started for me was I, I got a text. I got a text coming back from my film festival, um, that we were showing our short film at the time at, and the text said wired shut home invasion thriller. It had the log line. Um, and, um, and I said, let's, let's do it, we'll write it. Um, and three months later we had, that was September of 2018. Um, and three months later, December of 2018, we had a script. Um, we weren't sure when we were going to shoot it really, um, until 
sort of um, shockingly and like immediately um, the location presented itself to us. It was a house that was being, um, so, uh, it, was, it was on the market to be sold and it was being taken off the market for the month of March, 2019 which is a few months away from when we had our script um, in December. And um, there was a two week window where we were able to get into this house that had yet to be sold because it was uh, the listing was coming down. And and um, we, you know, we uh, we we buckled up and just uh, went to it, started casting, uh, started organizing props. Uh, shot listing uh, uh, we flew a, a couple of friends from film school up from LA to help um, uh, because at the time I didn't have many people in Vancouver that I knew um, I could work well with um, certainly on a first feature you don't want to just roll the dice on <laughs> a bunch of new people uh, mm -hmm. and um, and then we shot it um, and now we're here but but um, but Peter, why don't I why don't I ask why don't I let you talk about where the idea came from? Sure. So the we knew we wanted to make a feature, right? And make, being that we had never done a feature before, we knew that it would have to be something that would not cost a lot of money, wouldn't have very many characters, would be basically one location, and you know not have a lot of you know moving parts. <laughs> um, so in a sense, it was fun to re kind of reverse engineer the story. So once this, once we, once we came up with this idea, uh, I had the, I don't, you haven't seen the movie Mark, but the, the, the premise is that the main character has his jaw wired shut and he can't speak and it's a home invasion thriller. So I, someone in my life at that point was having the surgery and the procedure that the main character has in the movie. And as I was, I was thinking about, okay, home invasion thriller, what would be, what's the spin on this that we haven't quite seen before? Oh, wait a minute. This person in my life, you know, just, she's drinking out of a straw. She has the, the ice packs perpetually taped around her head. That, that's something. <laughs> uh, what if we put that in life or death scenario? And, you know, and then it kind of just blossomed from there. Um, but the, the, the germ of the idea was, was Alex and I, being able to do something together, you know, kind of by our own bootstraps and not having a lot of cooks in the kitchen, which was a wonderful challenge. Yeah. Thank you both for kind of walking through that, how you got to that point and sort of what motivated you to do it and sort of the logistics behind it too. I imagine again, having not seen the movie yet, that there's probably just one or two set pieces, right? You're only in the house, I'm assuming. And, and I'm sure that probably obviously uh, within the world of indie filmmaking is definitely helpful. We only have a, a couple of locations. Yeah. Yeah. We were just in the house and then in the woods. Wow. Was, yeah. 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 Makes it yeah. easier. Yeah. How, how interior, exterior, one of each. <laughs> Makes sense. Well, so obviously since this show is about kind of digging a little bit deeper there, uh, what did this movie mean to you? I mean, beyond just the fact that this is an opportunity to work together, to really put your ideas on screen. I mean, this whole idea about home invasion, I mean, it's very personal, right? It's somebody coming into your home, really infiltrating you as a person, as an individual. Did, I'm just wondering what meaning did this theme have to either one yeah. of you? Yeah, well, it, it, can I, I'll go first, Alex. Um, yeah. the, 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 you know, yes, it is a home invasion thriller and it has the genre trappings, but the, the nugget of the idea that really resonated with me and was why I wanted to tell the story was a, it was a father, an estranged father and daughter trying to reconnect and not being able to literally, physically and emotionally. 
and seeing that play out over the course of very, very high stakes. Um, family dynamics and strife and estrangement is something that is, uh, resonates with me a lot in my own life. And it's a theme that I love to explore in various machinations in my work. And it's, it's kind of one of those, uh, one of those storytelling axioms that kind of has a, a limitless bounty. You know, there's so much you can draw on. It's, it's, you know, I mean, going back to the famous Nathaniel Hawthorne quote, like, you know, families are the rise and fall of America or always rising and falling in America. There's an infinite amount of opportunity there. And since it struck an emotional chord with me, it that was my way into, you know, the the movie, really. Yeah. Yeah. Peter, thanks for sharing that. I mean, it's not always easy to talk about family and emotional issues like that, but it's clear that you've been able to take whatever experiences you've had and translate it into this art as you've created. Yeah, thank you. Sure. Alex, anything you want to add to that? Um, I, yeah, uh, uh, it, it's a story that is so um, close to both of our hearts, but it, it, it you know, um, I'm, I'm so happy that Peter led with that because um, it's really Peter's story um and it and it's and it's really uh personal to him and um and that's that's what makes uh great art is when you can when you can put your own experiences um on a on a really really deeply emotional and and transparent and honest level um which is scary to do uh present your work which is also pieces of your life to people um um it's it's a it's a really brave it's a really brave thing to do. I I um I I I'm just a huge fan of of Peter's work and uh, and and he's a brilliant storyteller and I I only hoped to um uh learn a lot from doing a first feature but also support the the the, the story that we had. Um um you know it's a story about a father and a daughter. Um the only thing that um, Reed Rodney, the lead character, the only thing that Reed wants in the movie is to apologize to his daughter, but he can't because his mouth is wired shut. So what does he decide to do? He's going to try and as a novelist, as an author, um, uh, he's going to write her a letter. And then what do Peter and I do? We give him severely crippling writer's block. (laughs) So the friction and the drama, it was always there. I had only ever hoped to make, um, you know, a great, a, a, a great home invasion thriller. And going back to your uh, point, as you said, um, I'm a big fan of thrillers. I'm a big fan of home invasion specifically. It is truly terrifying. Uh, the idea of, you know, being in your home where you're supposed to be safe it's supposed to be a sanctuary um, and, and, you know, waking up in the middle of the night and hearing a uh, floorboard creak that shouldn't be creaking because someone is in recognizing a pair of footsteps that are, you know, new to your ears. It, it's that's, I find that to be petrifying. So hmm. um, I think that everyone can relate to it. And, it, and um, you know, it's a bit, it, I'm kind of going around in circles and rambling a bit, but um, uh, you know, the, the, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful personal story that Peter wrote. And I had 
only hoped to digest it visually and support it um, in what I could do directorially. And to clarify, I've never ha- suffered through a home invasion thriller. It's not. Like- <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, yeah that part. That part's not <laughs> personal. <laughs> um, but it was it, it was it was a wonderful uh, balancing act for me from a storytelling standpoint because you know it, it at the end of the day it is a genre piece, right? It's a thriller with some horror laced in there, and, and that sure. needs to be palpable and kind of the you know the the table setting but the the backbone was how do i make how do i amidst all the thrills and the shock and the horror how do i make the audience feel something and the 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 best way i could see to approach a home invasion thriller through that way was what we just talked about yeah yeah fantastic thank you for clarifying that and even if you would have lived through a home invasion thriller no judgment there at all of course but uh, it said yeah it said i you know i survived a home invasion thriller it's great yeah yeah right yeah well no i think that that's fantastic right and of course uh you can put anything you want on screen but if the audience doesn't feel empathy or connect to the characters doesn't matter anyway it's just that it becomes a Friday the 13th part, whatever it was, six, right? Where Jason comes back and is essentially, like, I love the Friday the 13th uh, series, obviously, but you're like at that point rooting for him to kill all the kids because you don't really care about them. But what you're talking about is a film where you actually can relate to the father and the daughter. You see part of yourselves in them and thus you fear you feel that fear that they're experiencing, it sounds like. Yeah, I've always been more of a fan of stuff. You know, I mean, even if you don't, I mean, this is kind of a side tangent conversation. I hate the whole likability of a main character thing. I think that's nonsense. Mm. But if you're looking, even if a character isn't quote unquote likable, if you emotionally resonate with them on some level, it's going to make what happens to them so much more tense and palpable and visceral. And that's yeah. that's the whole point of a visual medium, I think. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Make, makes total sense. I totally agree with you on that. Alex, anything yeah. you wanted to say about that? No, I, I well, it's, um, that's, that's the, those are how the best um, stories do it. They, mm-hmm. they, as, as both of you just said, they, they, they take their time to set up a playing board um, and, and have you invest in the pieces on that board. And then it isn't until the end where, you know, a baseball bat is taken to the board itself and everything goes kerflooey. You know, it's, it's, um, you don't start with taking the baseball bat to the board. Um, um, you, you earn that. Um, so yeah, it's, um, um, yeah. Yeah, well said. I appreciate the uh, visual there. And it makes a lot of sense the way you've described it. We're actually running out of time here. So I want to ask both of you sort of an open-ended question to end the, the discussion here today, which is what gets you out of bed in the morning? What motivates you? So I'll start with you, Alex, actually, and then go to Peter. So Alex, what what is your drive? What motivates you to do what you do? My alarm clock. <laughs> Fair. um well i'm very competitive um so there's that um but i 
I, um, without getting too pretentious, um, um, cinema is an incredibly powerful medium. Um, and, and, um, you know, it's, 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 it's one of the few things that is so inherently human. It is, is if done right, you know, makes a bunch of strangers in the dark laugh at the same time, cry at the same time, jump at the same time. Um, it, it makes us, um, not, it reminds us that we're not alone in the universe. Um, and, and, um, I, I want to learn, I want to learn how to, I want to learn how to do that on a large scale um, for as long as, as uh, you know, cinema sticks around, which I, I think it'll be around for a very, very long time. Um, certainly as far as storytelling sticks around, I want to um, learn and continue to learn how to impart a feeling to a group of strangers. I find that, I find that really powerful. Um, and I suppose that's what inspires me without getting too sappy. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, it's, it's your real answer, so it can be sappy or not. So I think that that makes a lot of sense. I love that creation of art and an experience that other people can experience as well. So well said, Alex. Thank you. Yeah. Peter, what do you, what about you? I think, <clears throat> I think the I think the thing that ultimately moves me to to get up and tell stories and get in front of the keyboard every morning is I want people after ideally after watching or reading something of mine I want them to take inventory of themselves and try and look at themselves with a new perspective in some way um the, the whole point of art, like I said earlier, is to help inspire change, whether that be on a micro level or a macro level. And I think, I think ultimately that if, if I can do one thing over the course of my life writing, it would be to help people realize things about themselves they didn't know were in them. Beautifully said. I love that to inspiring change, getting people to recognize things about themselves. So well said. Thank you, Peter. And of course, I want to thank both of you for being on the show today and really kind of talking a bit about uh, you as a person and, and your, your journey and what, and what motivates you. So thank you both, Alex and Peter, for talking today. Thank you for having us, Mark. Appreciate it. Thank, thank yeah. you very much, Mark. Yeah, yeah it's my, my pleasure. Definitely very interesting. I'm definitely going to check out the film. And of course, I want to thank all the listeners and viewers out there for tuning into Brainboro today. And on behalf of Peter Malone Elliott and Alexander Sharp, this is Mark D. Valenti for Brainboro. Have an amazing rest of your day. You just dug deep with Mark D. Do you want more? Follow Mark on Instagram at Valenti Horror and subscribe to the Brain Burrow Podcast. <laughs>